This morning we are chatting to Malira Mara, our health and fitness uh, expert. And today we're talking about a very interesting topic. It's all about the difference between food phobias, food addiction and eating disorders. And we're asking how do they influence weight loss and health and how can you manage or cope with them? Malia, very good morning to you. Good morning. After playing that song, there's no way it couldn't be a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Was it taking you somewhere, Mali? I was dancing already. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm very good. And you? I'm doing very well. You know, every Monday, it's a, it's a new opportunity to start again. It's a fresh week. And, you know, we open it right on a health and nutrition note so that at least even if you had a bad week last week, you can get your refocus back this week. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking about food phobias, food addiction, and food disorder. Let's start with food phobia. It's a, it's, it's being scared of food, uh, in essence. Talk to us about that. You know, the reason why I came up with this topic because as a personal trainer, I've observed that people are afraid of food, really mm. afraid of food, and there are different reasons why they're afraid of food, and there's different fear. Food phobia are people who are afraid of the smell of the food or the texture because it makes them vomit or they have diarrhea. It's possibly they have an experience with it when they were young or sometimes, you know, years ago. So mm-hmm. whenever they see that food, it always triggers that, 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 that memory or this makes me sick. And they are selective in terms of what they do and they're more likely to suffer malnutrition because they cut down on so many things. I don't eat that. I don't eat that because it makes me vomit or I don't like the text. I don't like the smell. Mm-hmm. So those are the feed phobias and they can actually not stick to their training program because they're so limited things that they eat. And then you have these ones that I met that uh, who have this old idea that in order for them to lose the weight, they have to starve themselves. I don't know. Do you know those olden ideas that for you to lose the weight, starve yourself, don't eat, cut down on things? Those are the food phobias who don't stick to their training, to their eating plan. And that I find is very frustrating Mm. because in order for you, for for body to nourish and repair and recover and build muscles and bend the fat, you really need to eat, especially after gym. But people who believe in those, in those food phobia they don't they don't stick to their program those are the food phobias if you are that kind of person who believes that you know it, it, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship yes. you know you have to eat but you're afraid because you you, you want to you, you're afraid of getting gaining the weight or you're afraid of the texture the food or the smell mm. that won't make you stick to your meal plan no matter how good that meal plan is Wow, you know, this is very powerful and it goes deeper than we think. It's psychological to a, to it a large. Psychological. It's yeah. very psychological because um, I know that sometimes you go through periods where certain things uh, just don't sit well with you. For instance, I'm going through a phase in my life right now where I'm finding it difficult to eat red meat, you know, because, um, you know, I just get violently ill and a whole lot of things happen. So I'm trying, you know, different types of alternatives. But I think what you're talking about is somebody who who intentionally decides I'm not going to eat. I'm going to starve myself as much as it is uh, possible. And uh, the next one is food addiction, on the other hand. Food addiction is people who who eat because they're trying to feed certain emotions, either pleasure or fear or doubt or insecurities. You know, like the the ones who are trying to feed pleasures, like, you know, when when your grandmother used to cook up a storm or Mm. your mother cook up a storm, whenever you visit them, you're eating breakfast. But before you finish, you're thinking about 
supper or lunch because mm. you're constantly you associate food with happiness you cannot do without eating you cannot entertain yourself or entertain people without eating mm. so you constantly eat whenever you feel and sometimes don't even discriminate what you eat as long as there's food if you you're hungry or you're feeling like oh i want to eat something you eat whatever it is those are the people as well that the word they'll gain weight it will difficult for them to gain weight because they associate food with happiness because that's what they've been taught that you know when you visit your ma your grandma there's food so you gotta eat that we're laughing we're having fun we're joking so we have that relationship with food right and then you, you have these ones who who feed their insecurities their fear the doubt trying to numb themselves with food you know they wake up around 3 a.m they cannot sleep just like i'm so stressed let me go eat mm. and then for me those are the ones you know when you're a kid and you cry and and your, your mommy says oh baby you're crying and they give you a chocolate or they gave you a juice so you associate food with with numbing yourself i'll feel good i will feel good if i eat this i'll stop crying i'll stop feeling the pain yeah. so those are the people who numb themselves with, with, with food and also another thing we're talking about numbing it in at other points they also call it comfort eating yeah, that's comfort. You're trying to comfort yourself because you're not feeling well or you're stressed about something and you're afraid to go deeper into why you're feeling the way you do or mm. why you've, you, you've done whatever you do. So the only way to deal with that, because that's what you've learned when you're young, you go to the fridge, you know, you eat whatever is available. So that also will, will, will impact on your training, no matter how, how good your meal plan is. So that emotion, emotional um, stress will always sabotage you. And let's talk about the third one, eating disorders. Eating disorder, it's, it's, it's much more because it causes more uh, medical condition. Medi- mm. You know, like, for instance, eating disorder, you are more concerned about your body image. You, you are never muscular enough, especially for guys. You are never thin enough. You're always thinking you're fit. Even if your body is nicely shaped, you're always worrying about your, your body image because you associate your body with, with um, confidence. You know, I mean, you meet women who say, oh, you know, I want to stand on stage and I want to feel comfortable. I feel like people are judging. In, and you look at them and realize, actually, they look good. But mm. because they're insecure, they have low self-esteem, they want to change their body no matter how good their body is, how good it looks. Whether they're, they're, they can be big and nicely shaped and curvaceous, they're still thinking they're too fat. So those are more concerned about their body shape. Them, they have low self-esteem and self-hate. But their body, they have so much... Uh, issues with their body and food is it's like I can't eat this I can't eat carbohydrates because they make me fat even if they are actually very thin mm. so that that for me causes people to be anorexic because now you you sometimes you eat and you you throw up or you binge you go when you're with people you say I'm not hungry and you go into your bedroom and eat all the chocolate in your car or whatever so that your relationship with food will actually also sabotage you 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 really want to change but because mm. you have this beliefs about your body image about so not being enough not being good enough you will always sabotage your meal plan. That is very powerful. And I mean, eating disorders is one that we don't really talk about a lot amongst men. But I've also read, you know, recently that even men can also have anorexia because they are also becoming more conscious about their body image and what they eat and going to gym and looking right, so to speak. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that one is actually. I was trying. I, I did get the term what they call them because, like, and they they especially if you're more into muscle building, you all, always compare yourself with other guys. That one is much more muscular. I have to eat this, use this supplements, eat that. It's so much count your count your protein so that you get more more muscle. That in and then sometimes as well it can lead to anorexia because they say if if you don't eat too much of this, don't eat too much of that. You, you actually never get to a point where you are comfortable with your muscles, you're comfortable with your body shape, and that can cause, as well, your meal plan, doesn't matter how good your meal plan or your training program, mm. those beliefs with influence, you know, you can keep it up for three months, or even three weeks, you go like, and when you don't see results, even if the results are there, but mentally, you don't, you don't see whatever when people tell you that actually look good you don't see that you don't believe that Mm. and you know it's very very powerful what you're saying and it all points to uh, a psychological and emotional state of being at the end of the day so how do we manage or cope with them Mali? There are a lot of ways, as I said, some some of them are medical. If you have to, uh, you're anorexic, then you really have to. But for me, what I teach people on getting their health and fitness vision, when I teach on one-on-one over telephone, I tell them why, one, what, it's simple thing that you can do. One, do not fight your fear. Do not fight your limitation. You know when they say when you resist, it persists. Mm-hmm. When you resist the fear, you actually create more fear. Don't fight it. Number two, don't fight for it. What I mean by that, if you keep if you keep on saying I'm fed, I'm fed, I'm depressed, I'm fed, I'm old, you're actually fighting for that. And what you fight for, you get to keep. You yeah. know what I mean? The more you say I'm depressed, the more you become depressed. The more it becomes that person. You identify with your thoughts, so don't fight for it. Change. How you change it? Do affirmations. Mm. You know, do how do you want to feel? How do you want to see your body in the next three months looking like? How do you want to see? Um, to feel like if you want, you want to feel worth, you want to feel good, you want to feel gorgeous, you want to feel beautiful, you want to love your body the way it is, the way it's shared, good bumps and all. Yeah. So use positive words because physiologically you're changing your physiology when you're feeling good in, and it, you're shifting your beliefs. That you start believing, also changing your brain when yeah. you start affirming positive words to say, I feel good, I love myself every morning. The more you do it, the, the more, more you become there. And number two, visualize what is it that you are feeling. You want to feel good. How does it look like to feel good? How does it feel like to, you need to visualize it? Yes. See yourself being that body that you want, being that person. The last one is feel that. You know, you can say, you know, words, words doesn't mean anything. Feeling means anything. That's where you change your, 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 your physiology and your, your brain as well. So you need to focus on on the feeling as you affirm, mm. feel what's going on in your body, feel what's going on in your heart. It has to feel good. When you feel good, you're, you're producing the endorphins, the dopamine, the serotonin, those, those hormones that detox your body, that reduce the stress and the toxins. And you're also changing your, your beliefs, your, your, what you call it, psychology. You're changing mm. that. You start feeling good. Therefore, you're creating an environment in your body that allows you, your body to reduce the stress, to reduce the body, your body fat effortlessly. So affirm, positive affirmation, visualization, pay attention to your, what you're feeling as you do those affirmations.
Perfect, Mali. You've actually taught me quite a lot, you know, the difference between food phobia, food addiction, and eating disorders. And I think that there's also a, um, you know, a, a call for also the psychological. Maybe people can also invest in therapists. No, you know, one of the one of the greatest things that you 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 can do to yourself is invest in yourself, self development. Mm. Imagine, you know, we're focusing a lot on what is outside ourselves to fix up what is inside ourselves. Mm. We actually have to spend time and energy fixing what is inside, so that because your world becomes your belief. Yes. When you see food, when you see whatever it is outside yourself, it's your belief. It's not out there. It is what you see inside yourself. Mm. So when you spend time and energy in the morning, and it does not require much, 10 minutes every day, 10 minutes every day becomes bigger. You're changing your psychology, but you need to invest in your self-development. Get to know yourself. Get to know how you sabotage yourself. It is very tiring year after year you, you're losing the weight. I don't know. For me, is we're willing to tolerate certain things in business. We actually, we're not willing to tolerate certain things in business and relationships when you're losing money or whatever abuse, but we're tolerating the abuse that we cause to ourselves, that we go through certain torture ourselves. You know, we allow ourselves to go through this emotion, through this pain, because we are afraid to come back and say, hang on, where did I learn this behavior? Mm. You know, why do I keep sabotaging myself daily? Why do I keep losing the weight, gaining every three months? Every year I'm losing the weight, which means the problem is you. You have the challenge. Sit down every day, 10 minutes, affirmation, meditation, Get help, get a coach, get a mentor. Once you start changing your mindset, you will change. What you see change. How you respond to, to situations change. You don't react, you respond. Mm, thank you so much, Mani. You've shared quite a lot with us. How do our listeners connect with you on social media? You can Mali Ramara on, 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 on Facebook. On, Twitter is Mali Maliburu Ramara. When you say Mali Ramara, it always comes with my full name. And on on in, Instagram is Mali Ramara, Facebook in Mali Ramara. And then they can get my cell phone number if they want one-on-one consultation over the phone or face-to-face. Have a lovely day, Mali. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. 28 minutes after 4 o'clock. There you go. Don't say you haven't been schooled. Malira Mara there has definitely broken down all of those concepts for us. It's time not to just get healthy, but to come right, you know, about the relationship that we have with food. And it's a psychological thing. So it starts in the brain more than anything. 29 after 4 o'clock. Here's Bruno Mars with Just The Way You Are.